Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Kofi listening to Mad Love. Check it out. It is the 23rd of September. So we are just cruising through this month. Um, You know, we're almost to the end of the year, you know, October, November. America kind of shuts down after Thanksgiving. You're not going to get a lot of business done in December. So, you know, these are those crucial months, September, October, November, to me, really are going to dictate how the rest of your year goes. So if you had a plan for something that you wanted to see in 2021, now is the time to hit the gas. Just go full throttle, you know? Um, Okay, so I have a couple topics on my mind this morning. Authenticity is one of them. Um, And I'm going to speak on it, excuse me, from a a black artist perspective perspective. You know, I uh, started an article the other day. I didn't even finish it. It was really frustrating to me because it was going on and on about how um, not realistic the Cosby show was because they're just, it just did not speak to black life. And I'm thinking that's not true. My parents weren't rich, but I was more middle-class and more huxtable than good times. I never even went, I never even had been to the projects. I still haven't, truthfully. I've driven by them. I know where they are now. But as a kid, I didn't uh, know anything about it. I didn't live there. I didn't have that value system. Um, That was just not something I was familiar with. And, uh, you know, when I went to Howard, you know, I started meeting a lot of kids whose parents were senators and bankers and, um, you know, real wealthy we had a, a couple of guys, they were twins. Their parents bought them a house uh, to rent out to other students, you know, instead of living in the dorms. Like, I didn't do that. I couldn't afford to do that. You know, we we had a Cosby Show kid <laughs> even when I was there. I think Cockroach was a, was a student at Howard while I was there for a little bit. So, you know, our, our, one of my friends, our dad was an NFL legend. You know, come on. So, of course, they're going to grow up differently than the regular person. And I feel like black people are always challenging each other's authenticity, especially in the media. You know, like people get mad when rappers haven't really lived hardcore and struggled so they can't really be authentic rappers or something. You know, is Drake, does Drake seem hard to you? No, he's black and Jewish from Toronto. I don't think he's hard. But he talks a good game. He's clever, and he uses the N-word uh, way too much, if you ask me. But I love Drake. You know, but it's not because he's hard. It's because he, you know, he seems like a nice guy. So it's just weird. It's like there's no collective black experience. So as a writer and a filmmaker, I feel like we have entirely too much pressure on us to try to make things be mm, representative of all black people. And it's not fair. Steven Spielberg doesn't try to represent every Jewish person when he makes movies. Martin Scorsese doesn't try to represent every Italian when he makes movies. You know, but if you're a person of color and you decide to, a black person, and you decide to make a project with black people, then people are ready to be like, well, that's not realistic. I mean, and I've had those meetings, and I've had those meetings with white producers and black producers. Well, black people do this, and black people do that. Black people stab each other during arguments. And I'm like, I'm not putting that in my script. I've never stabbed a person and I've never seen another person get stabbed. That's not every black person's experience. You know what I mean? So this whole notion of authenticity drives me crazy because 
there is no collective black experience. We're just like everybody else. If you were born middle class, you lived a middle class ass life. If you had means and and real money, you know, you lived a real money life and it doesn't matter what color what color you are. America a big chunk of it is class, not race. And they throw race in every argument to throw you off the scent of what the real topic is, which is if this is truly the land of the free, why don't I have anything? Why did it take you uh, financially and physically raping a whole culture, a whole race of people to make money? And why aren't you willing to give us some of it back? Because we earned it. You know, our ancestors anyway. That's really the real conversation. And it should be more financially based than in our feelings about race. And I know that's unpopular and I know people aren't going to agree. And I'm fine with that. I just, I have conversations all day. I study things and I don't just say stuff. I really feel like if we were to turn the tide and really have a conversation about class and, and who has what and what assets we have, you would see that the, we'd have more people in our group to fight because there's more people who are middle class and trying to struggle to stay middle class than there are in each racial group. You know, we'd be huge. The numbers would be huge. If women work together instead of worrying about who who is, you know, a Karen and who, like if women could just look at each other and, and collectively work together, well, the world would just be a much better place. So anyway, authenticity, I think, is just something we struggle with. And I think it's the onus and a burden for black people because they're always trying to make us have one big, giant collective experience. And we just keep getting manipulated by it. And it's not fair. It's not fair to us. We deserve a better world. We deserve a better share of it. And uh, we need to stop trying to, you know, speak for everybody. Because sometimes that's just you know, insulting. Then I was watching yesterday. People are upset now because Gabby Petito is white and she got all this attention for being missing, which is true. That is is something that happens all the time. There are women of color, girls of color, uh, missing and nobody, men miss. There are a lot of missing men and no one cares. But I think the biggest difference too is, uh, and I'm speaking mostly about black people. We can't make other black people care enough about other black people, you know, and don't tell me, well, they have all the TV stations. No, there's YouTube. There's your cell phone. If you wanted to get your story out, you could. I just feel like collectively we have become apathetic. The amount of black on black violence, if it's not a police officer involved, no one's going to do anything. No one's going to march. No one's going to say anything. No one's going to, you know, people are just getting mowed down in the streets and if it's not at the hands of a police officer or if it's the, at the hands of another black person, no one seems to care. Black lives have to matter more to black people, and that's just the way I feel about it. And until that happens, the difference between Gabby Petito and anybody else is other white people got upset. Other people, period, but especially other white people. When black people meet harm, A lot of other black people don't seem to care. They seem to think that's just the cost of doing business. You just get shot in the middle of someone else's altercation, and that's just the cost of doing business. And we need to change that. 
That narrative needs to change ASAP. It needs to change right now. And it's egregious and sad when this happens to anyone. I knew that girl was dead when he came back home. When he came home in her van and she wasn't nowhere to be found and he wouldn't talk to her parents, that was clue number one. And I don't believe he left her alive somewhere. I think he killed her and left because he ain't no killer. So, I don't know. That's just my thoughts on that. And again, I believe in my heart black lives have to matter more to black people. In fact, I will even venture to say black lives need to matter only to black people. I'd be fine with that. And yes, I'm black, so I can say all of this and mean it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of watching us slaughter each other and nobody seems to care, including other black people. Mm, It burns me up. It really does. I was yelling about it yesterday (laughs) because it's it's infuriating. And uh, the apathy, the apathy. Anyway, I hope everybody has a wonderful day today. I know those topics are kind of heavy, but this is a stream of consciousness. This is what I was thinking about. And, uh, you know, I just, I want us to be better. I want us to have a better human experience. We don't get forever. So I want you to get it right. So start getting it more right today, okay? Anyway, I appreciate you guys listening. Listenership has been pretty solid. and I, I just thank you for it. Continue to like, share, subscribe, uh, do all the things that you do. And uh, hit those five stars. And if you are looking for a car rental, check us out on Turo. I got a little white Audi. I call it white power. I don't put that on the actual ad because <laughs> it, it has nothing to do with that. It's really I because I think the car is powerful and it happened to be white. I was driving and I was like, oh, my car is so powerful. Oh, and it's white. Oh, I'm going to call it white power. That's literally how that happened. But I've had a lot of mixed reactions. My sister, though, her face was priceless. She was like, white I mean, she was she really didn't get it. <laughs> There was no amount of explaining that away. But anyway, uh, it's a little white Audi. It's available on Turo. Uh, not not for the next six days, though. Someone's coming in town to rent it. So check us out, though, if you need a whip in October. All right. So we'll talk soon. I hope everybody has a wonderful day. Take care.
Thank you.